1: I know you so I realize not everyone knows you so why don't you start by just introducing yourself and and like tell us a little bit about about who you are and what you do
2: yeah sure um so I uh, am a photographer uh I live in New York City uh but I am originally from Australia I decided to move to America about uh six years ago and Made it happen and so I've been living in Brooklyn now for like the last five, five and a half, six years and have been loving just the change of pace. Like I, I was a little bored back in Australia and you know, moving to New York kind of made things a little bit more exciting for myself. Nice. How did you choose New York? Uh I was so in uh, May 2012 I came to New York to teach a photography workshop with Dan O'Day it was our art of the heart series and we spent like a month in the city and uh I just fell in love with it and in like my second day here in New York I took this selfie in a taxi and be like I belong in New York City and uh little then <laughs> I realized that you know it would soon be home which is crazy to think back on now where in Australia were you living? I was in Melbourne before uh, before I jumped over here, but I'm originally from Albany in Western Australia, which is like a little tiny town of about well it's about 20,000 people. Um, but okay. it's, it's about 40 hours commute from New York to Albany so sure.
1: it's
2: a good journey to get are back. You, are your parents still there? Yeah, yeah, all my family's uh, still there. So I yeah, go back twice a-, a year and it's a bit of a – it's it sucks going back, but it's great to see them.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a trip, all right, for sure. And, okay, so now you're in New York. You're living the hip life in Brooklyn. And are you shooting weddings or what are you doing? Yeah, shooting weddings majority.
2: Um, I've been a wedding photographer now for 16 16- – It's my 16th year, which is crazy. Uh, Amazing. A majority of my days is filled with all things weddings. um, But I have other things going on too. Um, I like, you know, I do a lot of like education stuff as well. And, but you know, my main bread and butter is weddings.
1: Nice. And 16 years, that's, that's no small feat. Do you still, do you still love it? Or do you just do it because it's what you do? Like, how do you feel?
2: Uh, it it comes in waves, you know, uh, sometimes like I do a lot of elopements here in New York city now and they like so much fun and they just like revitalize me because they're so creative and I get, you know, so much freedom in doing what I want to do. Whereas like big weddings, you know, there's such strict timelines and, uh, expectations and all these crazy things and stress that go into those that, I find those ones burn me out a little bit now. And then the, the small intimate ones are kind of
1: make me happy again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. What do you think? Um, like what would the perfect inquiry look like? Like if you were to open your email and just have like the dream inquiry, what would it say?
2: Um, it would be a cool couple that generally have probably like creative careers going on. And it doesn't even really matter where it is. As long as they're just like a cool relaxed couple that like fully trust in what I do and don't need to be micromanaged and all that. And most of my clients are that way, which is amazing. Like even like sometimes the big crazy weddings, uh, that, you know, uh, can sometimes be stressful still at the end of the day when I look back on it, I'm like, Oh, the clients are still like had complete trust in what I do. And that's all I really want. Um, so one wedding I've got next year is at a chateau in the French countryside somewhere. And that was like the dream wonder book.
1: Uh, nice, so I was excited for that. Do you shoot a lot of destination or mostly in New York? Uh, a few years ago when I was transitioning from
2: Australia to, to like New York, it was all destination cause I could barely book a New York wedding. Um, just cause right. it wasn't really known here. And then also in the, like the price point where, you know, where I shoot at, um, so like up until like two years ago, I was majority flying other places for weddings, but I got really kind of burned out from doing that as well. So the last few years I've, and now that I'm also a few years into being in New York, I'm pretty much booking solidly in New York and, and I'm enjoying that. I um, have a lot of other like things outside of photography going on now as well, which I'm enjoying, you know, being home on Sundays
1: for and, And that, so I'm, I'm finding the life balance is suiting really well now. Nice. Well done. That is a tough one. And I always wonder how those photographers that do like all destination just survive. Like, do they just get home and sleep and then go to the next one?
2: I think so. But from (laughs) my experience and experience with my friends, it seems like they get really sick all the time. Just like (laughs) being on planes and germs on planes and, they just burn themselves out and then like they have to go hibernate for a few months,
1: uh, just to kind of recover from it. So I've been
2: there and done that. And
1: now on the other side of that, which is wonderful. (laughs) Yes. That's a, that's a younger man or woman's game. I feel like (laughs) you can't do it forever.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You do it for a few years. It's fun. Like if you're single and you, you know, don't need to be home as such, or you don't even really have a home, then you know, living out of suitcase is awesome. But once the, yeah, there's incentive to be home. Uh, You don't really want to go away anymore or not very often anyway.
1: Do you have, do you have kids or anything? I have two cats. They are like my babies. (gasps) That counts. That counts. (laughs) What are their names? Uh, Possum
2: Magic Blake and Jesse (laughs) O'Connor.
0: Amazing.
2: They're two rescue cats that me and my boyfriend uh, got the first month we moved in together. Like when you were, well, when we moved in together, it was planned that we were going straight to the cat rescue and adopting cats. Yes. We'd been in, well, he'd yes. been in New York for multiple years. He's been here for like 12, 15 or so years now. And he's never had his own pet here. And I was desperate for a pet. So.
1: Yeah. A house without cats is no cats at all or no house at all. I always say. Yeah.
2: Oh, I, we would have
1: all the animals if we could, you know, if it wasn't for like a little
2: tiny New York apartment, uh, we would have dogs and birds and
1: all the rescues we would just rescue everything you know i never thought about like having a bird until the other day because i have a dog and two cats and i i walked out into my hallway and i heard this like sound of a bird i had never heard before and i guess my neighbor got a bird and i was like oh a bird i could probably fit <laughs> a bird in there <laughs>
0: <laughs> we kind of
2: have a pet bird living on our uh, deck we have like this outdoor area and a morning dove has lived there for like the last three years and has birthed many babies and uh, amazing we kind of of see her as our pet as well
1: (laughs) love it love it you know oddly you're not the first person from new york that i've heard of i had a client from out there who had like a sparrow that like lived on their windowsill for like years and years yeah i think it's thing. you're in the city you guys are all everyone's thrown together so closely that i guess it's bound to happen
2: yeah yeah for sure
1: you kind of cling to so it. You can get <laughs> coming, uh, You're coming back to way up north, yes. And what are you gonna? What are you gonna talk about this time? Without like giving away the farm, you know what? Just generally.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I am going to be talking all about enhancing your client experience. So kind Ooh. of looking at uh, maybe how you're currently doing things and how you can plus one what you're doing at the moment and kind of giving ideas about you know, even if you think you might be pretty good at, at it, you know, where, you know, where can you improve?
1: Nice. I mean, I don't think anyone thinks that they're good at answering emails. Maybe some people do. A few I go, out I don't, are, I'm sure I don't, that pride themselves on that. That's not me. <laughs> I don't trust those people at all. They're like, I get back to every inquiry the same day. Like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, what do you, what do you kind of hope people, help people after your talk, you know, they're walking out, they're going for lunch. What do you hope they're saying to each other about your talk?
2: Um, hopefully it just gives them like, they're excited to get to work in their business. And like, I'm, I'm very sort of business orientated. Uh, looks like I really, really enjoy and I love teaching. So hopefully I just give them lots of practical ideas and actually makes them excited about wanting to make changes in their business
1: and, know eager to get home and making stuff happen nice that sounds good it's always nice to have like the practical here's what you can do right now to make things better speakers you know we can't all be like talking about art and inspiration
2: yeah yeah I always enjoy getting lots of practical things that I can implement myself when I attend conferences or workshops so
1: I always like to yeah give that out as well so (laughs) And you mentioned that you do a lot of education-type stuff. So are you going to be, like, not nervous at all for this talk? This no. Old hat. Uh, the last time I was on stage at
2: Way Up North when I came off, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Um, <laughs> and I have a few times since. So uh, that was back in 2015. That was the largest stage kind of experience I've ever been on. And then right. – uh, last year I went to Bodaf in Barcelona and that was slightly bigger and a room full of people that didn't really speak English and having everything live translated. That was even worse of an experience in terms of like, uh, are they understanding me? Did, did I say something funny? Like did it, did it stuff get lost in translation? Um, yeah, but I got yeah, through that. Yeah. I, was, I was proud of what I, you know, I was proud when I walked away from that. So I'm like, all
1: right, I can, I can do this. Each year I get a little bit better. Yeah, I find like with the cross of languages, it's funny watching people make jokes in English and then like half the people getting it and half the people not getting it at all. I mean, it really makes you realize, you know, how much subtlety there is in a language.
2: Oh, for sure. And it's always like a five second delay and then you might get a little bit of a giggle And it was just that five five
1: seconds of like shit. Yeah, while it's getting (laughs) translated. I'm not funny at all. Oh god, I thought it was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Um, Okay, so what else do you do with yourself when you're not shooting weddings? Especially now that you're staying home and you know have a life.
2: Yeah, uh, I've turned into a runner. Uh, I've been running all over New York City and all other places I go to. So I've been um, training for like half marathons and marathons and, you know, I spend at least an hour or two outside most days um, running around the rivers of New York, which is lots of
1: fun. That's been
2: like kind of my main
1: thing the last. Such a, such a beautiful, good place to run too.
2: Oh, it is. I actually like whenever I go away elsewhere, like and running the countryside. I'm like, Oh, this is boring. The trees. You know? <laughs> Like mountains. yeah. I'm like a uh, fresh air. Um, give me New York city it's grossness. Uh, but it is fun. Like it's you next. Know, I'm a visual person. It's like getting out and particularly like, you know, Brooklyn, like you run, like I'm in Williamsburg and North Brooklyn and, you know, I've run to Coney Island and like every single neighborhood that you go through to get down there. It's like, it's like a 13, 14 miles, uh, to Coney Island. And you probably go through, ugly seven, eight different diverse neighborhoods, and that's just like eye candy cool. for me. Just to like See take it all in. On. And that's the best part yeah. about, about running is you know, there's so much to look at here. It makes it
1: fun. What do you What do you listen to when you're running? Assuming you listen to anything at all.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, really bad '80s pop music, which I yes. think is actually really good '80s pop music. But uh, my <laughs> boyfriend begs to differ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> amazing what's your what's your favorite song when it comes on your playlist you're like oh fuck yes now I'm gonna run extra fast
2: uh yeah I have to I'll have to pull up my um playlist to I'm really bad at kind of remembering um songs but let me I've got my phone right here uh my latest one I would say I'm like, what will I admit to? Because it's bad. <laughs> um, well, oh, this is. This I'm gonna make my embarrass myself. Um, I listen to it. Mm. I really like Red Stewart. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Super tramp actually is my favorite at the moment. Goodbye Stranger by Supertramp. Yes, that that's my favorite cool. song to run to at the moment. <laughs>
1: I hope the podcast editor can hear a break to a little clip of that song just to, just to help us get, get in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I love it. Okay. So that's not too embarrassing. Only no, a no, little bit. I like want so to be too. The, the, more German, embarrassing the ones. Germans listening probably love that anyways. What was that? Um, I said the Germans listening probably love that anyways. It's like not embarrassing at all. Excellent. Um, I noticed the other day that you have two Instagram accounts. Oh, I actually, Wait, have like, three free Instagram uh, accounts. five. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, here's another one. Four. Yeah. The one, the first, the ones I found were Sam Blake, Sammy Blake, New York elopements, and Sam Blake weddings. Explain yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so Sam Blake's my main one, uh, and that was like you know I started that in like 2010, 11 when Instagram was first new. So it was like it was before we even knew what to do with Instagram, you know. Um, is it personal? Sure, yeah. Is it business? Um, but that's where I've got my most following. So I've always, I kind of gone through waves of, um, is it personal? Is it business? You know? And then right. a few years ago, I started Sam Blake weddings thinking, I like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to put like your best shots on your account, but there's lots of shots that I want to post, but what I know won't do well as, as well. Right. You know, like, It won't get as many likes or whatever. And and not that you should care about that, but you know, you kind of do get affected by it. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of more to put my quieter photos or less sort of hero shots. And then the New York elopements is just for New York elopements. And I've been getting heaps of bookings that way. It's, um, I've got Dan O'Day to thank for that. He, he had an account for just like one particular area in Australia that he wants to do weddings at. And so like when people right. people search for, you know, New York allotments, guess what comes up? It's my Instagram account. So Yeah, so smart. That's a good get. It's and it looks great. Yeah, so I it, and it doesn't even have like the biggest following and it's like I only got like a thousand or something. Um, but it's very I get the best engagement from it because it's very it's like to a particular niche market, it's just, brides getting married or brides or grooms couples getting married in wanting to elope in New York City and so I get really great engagement on that and and heaps of wedding inquiries so that's been really cool and then the Sammy Blake one is just for my like running photos and rock climbing you know personal life stuff that I wouldn't necessarily put on my main account
1: Uh, I don't feel like there's enough cats on this Sammy Blake one. I want more cats on here. Yeah. I'm really bad at updating it. There's a cat. Yeah. With the costume on. I respect it.
2: I I kind of forget I have that account. And then it's more like when I've like ran a race, I'm like, I want to post my photo somewhere. So it kind of ends up there. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it
1: definitely needs more cats. Far more cats. I mean, I think we could up the cat quotient here, but this is a good one too. (laughs) <laughs> i love it um okay cool that makes sense is that the only four you have now let's be honest oh uh, i have two more actually uh, uh are they
2: related or unrelated <laughs> um one's out in the heart which is my photo workshop um you know i right, can okay. which is just purely for that and then i have this new york city photography account which i started but kind of physical like I didn't really do much with it it was more again like posting just like my photos of just New York City and kind of had the idea to kind of tap back into my own like my main account through that funnel more people
1: cool but yeah yeah I I mean you can't be in New York and not want to take a million photos
2: yeah and it's like such a photogenic city that I'm always whenever I'm out running or you know weddings or whatever I'm still photographing the city so I've got like a big you know, archive of New York shots that I thought could actually see.
1: When you're out running, do you take photos just on your phone or do you, like, carry a camera while you're running? Oh, just my phone, Um, the days that I actually take it with me. (laughs) What kind of phone do you have? Uh, I got the
2: iPhone X purely so I could take better photos with it.
1: Yes, I also have that, and I love it. Yeah, it's uh, (laughs) – I went to an
2: event recently where my friend – had it and I was still on the seven and I saw all her photos that she was taking and she was like doing no like live, like Instagramming from it. Um, And I'm like, Oh gosh, it's
1: so much better. And I went and bought it straight afterwards. Right. That's it's like, yeah, I saw one photo in like portrait mode and I realized like maybe I think the eight might have it too, but I'm also just a nerd and I want like the newest iphone all the time but the photos are so good and i mean sure i take photos of like weddings that i'm at um you know just for my own instagram but let's be real this was all about using portrait mode on my dog and that is what i do (laughs) yep i have a large batch catalog of just a little cat photos (laughs) in portrait mode On that note, I think I just followed all of your accounts from my dog's Instagram. Excellent! So don't be confused <laughs> if you see that. <laughs> <laughs> I was that one while I was searching for you. I'll go, I'll go um, find the your photos. That's fine. She she likes good photography too, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you are you bringing your boyfriend to Germany? Are you coming alone? Coming alone,
2: he like Americans only get like two weeks annual leave a year, and it really sucks. So uh, yeah, we just right. used up his annual leave. We went to Ireland for
1: a holiday a few weeks ago. Uh, so, he's oh, nice. Sadly, he can't. He can't come. So I'm coming solo. So he has like a he has like a real person job where he, he has to has. like go to an office.
2: Yeah, he has a normal person job and it's horrible. I keep Such plotting ways of how to them. make him self employed. Or I know we can't work together. <laughs> we'll, we'll fight too much. Uh, But I keep coming up with ideas. We could own a cafe, but I know that's a
1: bad idea. Uh, Okay, so I have this idea for your boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, there's actually, there's a company out of Melbourne, uh, or Melbourne, that has just started, and I just came across them after talking to, I can't remember who, um, doing a podcast, but they're called The Arborists. And they don't even have a website yet, but I'm already into it. They just rent really cool like arches for weddings. And uh, that's their whole business. And Mm -hmm. as soon as I saw that, they don't even have any photos of their product yet. But I was like, that would slay here and probably anywhere. Because nobody wants like a boring arch to get married in front of. They want something cool. So if he's at all handy, I think he should weld some really cool wedding ceremony backdrops and then you guys can work together without working together and he only has to work on saturday delivering some arches around
2: this is a wonderful idea except he's a computer Mm -hmm. technician and his (laughs)
1: skills are not
2: in anything any many. not in not in
1: crafty business okay well hopefully someone else will will steal this business idea from these nice australians and do it it's a great idea right it seems so easy. I was like maybe I should just forget wedding planning and just rent out arbors. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: No, we we fantasize um, all the time about opening a cafe. Um, but I I grew up in a cafe, so I also know it's a really terrible idea. Um Yeah, that's a it's a tough biz. Yeah, I spent uh, my entire life living at the back of a restaurant, so like did your parents own a restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Uh and they're just about to retire. Their business has been in operation for like thirty uh, thirty two years or something, and my older sister is taking over the business. Um, so I know it's
1: that life, you know, it's restaurant life's tough life. But you could have like you could have like a cat cafe yeah
2: Eric. oh australian you know, like, do they cafe in, in new they york because there's not too many of those there's a lot that would be good no, there,
1: there is actually <laughs> have so, weird see australian enough. things in there <laughs> yeah fair um yeah i'm like single and dating and self-employed is like high on my list because i want someone who can like walk to get coffee with me at like 10 a.m not like already be gone to work i feel like mm-hmm. that's key yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, but I was, I was going to ask, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was had
2: this dream of opening a, a, like a cabin upstate, uh, you know, like Airbnb it, uh, and then we mm-hmm. could go up, you know, self-employed, self-employed could go up and manage it. I
1: think that'd be a good lifestyle thing too. Yeah. I like that. Um, I was going to ask if your boyfriend like shoots with you, which obviously you've answered is not the case. Do you shoot by yourself or with someone? Um,
2: majority of the time by myself. Um, you know, I also have second shooters, you know, if if the wedding's big enough, I kind of go through phases of liking second shooters and not liking second shooters. Uh, I generally Mm. prefer weddings where a second shooter isn't necessary. Ie, it's like under a hundred guests, like 60 person weddings, my ideal. Um, I just think cause then it's generally because the big weddings are just, there's so many different moving parts and, uh, they're just more stressful weddings where if it's like, you know, just, just need one photographer and it's the couples are generally a little bit more, um, chill, but they don't want a billion cameras in their faces. Um, uh, I, I generally like that. So I'm pretty much a one woman operation, but, uh, I'll bring on, I, I just brought on an associate photographer, actually. Um, <coughs> and that's been a...
1: And tell, uh, tell me about that. Is that like somebody who shoots with a similar style to you that you offer up if people don't have the budget for you or what?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. So um, the, the, the my associate, you know, she just she wanted to pick up some extra work and she, I saw her as a wonderful fit. You know, we have a similar aesthetic and way of shooting, And so she's, you know, priced, you know, a bit below me. So either if I'm already booked for the date, um, and people, you know, have already come to my website, they're obviously interested in my work. I can present, um, that as an option to them. Or if I am too expensive, there's a cheaper price point.
1: Uh, so, and do you just, maybe this is like too much, too intimate of knowledge, but do you just like keep a fee like back from her fee in that case, kind of like a referral fee or like an agent uh, fee? it's a percentage, um, you know, so I pay her a
2: percentage of, of the, the fee, you know, like my business takes care of all the bookings and the delivery of like the USB and the galleries and slideshows and all that sort of stuff. And I cast my eye over the edits and, you know, I curate everything. Right. Um, so I take a mm. kind of a, a, a slightly larger portion than maybe some other setups do. Um, right. and then, you know, I just pay her a set like commission amount and like as a percentage. Um, yeah. And that way, like I'm still, you know, like all her work is edited in my, with my presets. So say if a client did really want to book me, um, they can kind of get a similar product without it actually being right. me. And that's also another yeah, thing about that's- having a bit more life balance—is learning to kind of step away a little bit, which is really scary. Like my name is my business, you know, and it's been like that for so long, and I, it's always just been Sam Blake. I've never even been Sam Blake Photography. I've always, right? I've like, just always just just my name, and then now, now I've kind of calling it Sam Blake Studios because I don't really know what else to call it, but I needed to kind of. Yeah. Uh, separate like Sam Blake from the business a little bit more now. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's been working well. It's, we're, we're getting lots of bookings. So it's, it's a uh, learning to, uh, yeah. Also the whole be a boss and manage and uh, <laughs> that's a whole thing on its own, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like, Oh yeah, that's all right. I, I'm just a photographer. I just like looking after myself times
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally totally yeah and no, i think that's that's interesting because i think everybody's looking at you know how to have work-life balance and also just how hard it is when you get an inquiry and then and then they can't afford you you know to just to lose that business is is always hard
2: yeah yeah no so that's been, it's been really good for that and um yeah it to be exciting to see where it goes over the next year
1: Totally. Yeah. I like that. And, and you mentioned like your associate uses your presets. Do you have like presets that you sell? Yes, I do. I, um, I released presets
2: through develop last year. And okay. so that's been, it was actually really amazing for my streamlining my own editing is like locking in like, okay, this is my color edit. This is my black and white edit, um, which greatly improved my own editing. Cause sometimes you'd kind of go between link four or five different presets um right. and that also what made it so easy to bring on an associate it's like okay here here is the color here's the black and white this is the way it has to be done um yeah, so it improved definitely. so like everything so much and so even I've, I've now started to even outsource my editing um because i got my presets actually locked in and uh, yeah yeah it you know there's not much that needs to be changed you know like
1: apply the preset fix up Composition, good to go. Uh, good to go. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like this preset thing is like the last couple of years of has become quite quite prevalent. Do you do you feel like it's been a good thing for you? Like, do you actually make money from it?
2: Yeah, no, it's been amazing. Um, it's one cool thing about do, going through develop. Like they approached me, um, you know, and kind of you know, it's done as a partnership. Is I don't have to deal with any of the tech support. Um, right. And it's, yeah, it's been really cool. And also because they have so many different photographers, part of, you know, selling their presets through from different, you know, like schools of photography as such, um, it kind of mm-hmm. ex- can expose you to like new markets that, that may, you know, they may have not known about you because they have like sort of discount, you know, if you buy multiple packs, um, uh, you get discount. Right, right, right. So it's kind of like, yeah, like, People that may have been following me may have not known about these other photographers on there, and you know they benefiting too, and vice versa. So it's and just cool. the community aspect of it is really cool. I've been really enjoying being part of it.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. There is a lot. Of, there's a lot of really good photographers on there. I wish that I could buy like developed presets for my iPhone, and I'd be like, I'd have like Sam Hurd week, and then like Sam Blake week, and then like Fair week. <laughs> On my Instagram. I should,
2: uh, I'm talking about that, that's, but that's the next
1: step. <laughs> Get an app for those of us who are not photographers and want to apply your presets to our iPhone photos in a way that will look prettier than, like, Instagram filters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, cool. Okay, well, I've taken up a half an hour of your precious life, so I'll let you go. Oh. Um, and I guess it's, like... Just over a month, we're gonna see you in Germany. I know, so excited! I'm like, yes, it's
2: going to be the like a week break in between like my busiest two months of the year, and I'm so also looking forward to it for that.
1: (laughs) Are you staying like a little bit longer, or are you just like in and out? Uh, Just kind of in and out in a way because
2: I have a running race I need to get back for um, on the Sunday. I originally was going to stay for two weeks, and then. I'm I'm working towards the New York marathon and you have to run nine races. And one of the races is one that is, will get me in. And so I gave up Germany for a running race. That's how obsessed I am with it these days.
1: You are passionate. Yes. Uh, I like that. You got to get home. You got to listen to some super tramp and you go run. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Sam. And and we'll see you in a few short weeks. Cool. Look forward to it. Perfect. Bye. Catch you. Bye.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.